Hey everyone, this podcast is part of Story Mode, the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. You can support us and gain access to other great exclusive podcasts at patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. I don't know. I don't know what we're doing. Hi, everyone. Hello, everybody. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman, and we just watched the love, the love boids, love boids, couple love boids over here. The the the, the lava birds. Mm. The lova birds. Lova bird. L- lova birds. <laughs> <laughs> Words are fun. He's fucking dead. We, we know he's dead, but we didn't kill him. He like tripped for a murder or whatever. We didn't murder anybody. One, two, three, go. No. Jabron. Okay, the guy's name is Jabron. Run, Leilani. And the girl's name's actually Leilani. Shit. She's running too now. Kind of slowly, like she's wearing heels that look actually amazing. We have to go to the police because we have nothing to hide. So why did you run from the scene of the crime? Good question, officer. That's me covering up my body cam. So I can beat your ass. Uh, it's fun when you say them a different way than they're intended to be said. It's true. Yeah. It's comedy. It's yeah, comedy that's comedy. Tone. That's the root of comedy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I guess we should get right into it. I mean, we we've been. I want to say we've been pretty lucky because uh, we we've had we've had like backup plans for weeks where there hasn't been new releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's generally been some uh, yeah people new are releases. they're they're putting shit out on streaming networks. Yeah, we could have watched this. We could have watched the one where Simon Pegg is in a basement. I mean, I'm still gonna watch that. Yeah, I'm uh, probably gonna watch that too. It's not getting great reviews, Tom. But it's Simon Pegg in a basement. What what do you want? What do you want uh, from that promise? I want Simon Pegg to be in a basement. Yeah, exactly. And if that's all I'm looking for, then buddy that movie delivers right um yeah so we watched this instead it's on it's on the netflix Mm -hmm. uh tom what did what did you what did you think of this movie um i thought this movie was very okay um i could really see where the rewrites happened there were rewrites you said oh yeah um when, uh, oh yeah, I'm looking at it now, there's a lot of people attached to this. Yeah, when uh, movie. when it's it's a comedy starring Kamel Nanjiani and Issa Rae. Um, it was supposed to come out in April, but obviously that didn't happen. Um, so Netflix picked up the rights and they just put it out this weekend. And when Kumail and Issa got on board, they tweaked the script to you know. Oh yeah, that be that more in out. line with their comedic sensibilities, and you can really tell because the movie comes to a screeching halt for them to do bits. Yes, um, uh, and it's kind dr- it's kind of irritating. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yes and no. I my overall thought is I, and maybe this is about my state of mind, but I mm-hmm. found this movie delightful and exactly what I needed. It's fine. Uh, it's very it, fine. I found it. Yeah, I guess ultimately, I do, I have an overall note about this type of comedy. This is directed by Michael Showalter, by the way. Yes, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, he also who, directed The Big Sick. No shit, really? Mm-hmm. I love uh, Michael Showalter. He he's killing it. 
Yeah. I remember, you know, he did role models, right? Um, he did do role models. Well, no, I think... Um, no, was that was that the other another that was David, person from David, Stella? David Wayne did, did role Jesus. models, yeah. It was another okay, state so person, sure. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, that's fair. Um, but yeah, it, it, man, I got to watch The Big Sick again. I really liked that. Yeah, I, I know... All right, here's... Okay. It feels like there's two types of comedies out there, right? there's there's like there's it's kind of like horror movies now Uh like there's the horror movie that's about something a lot more profound now and they really they really shove it out there and then there's the ones that are just like uh i don't know i don't want to compare i'm not saying this movie is like this but like the nun where it's like this is just a jump scare fest yes right yeah and i think there's a comedy version of that too. this is the jump scare equivalent of comedy yes it is yes the difference is i'm way less pissed off by the jump scare equivalent of comedy i am because it's not trying to it's not trying to shock me it's trying to make me laugh so if it makes me laugh then i am more forgiving yes um this still pisses me off uh sort of in an equal way because every single laugh i got from this movie was from a non sequitur that they just happened to say yeah, I know what you're saying. Like it's just um, it, it's 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 it feels like it's um not it's not directly the Apatow style of comedy, but it's related in that it's just it's, there's a movie that these two characters are in and they're just fucking riffing on stuff that has nothing to do with what's happening and that's where the jokes come from. Right, the jokes are that they're that, funny people. Yeah, that bothers me. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't bother me as much. I, yeah. I, I'm fine with that. I think what does bother me, I guess, with movies like this, mm-hmm. is I, I want to call it the attempt at sincerity. There, the are, at there, are some, there are some weird moments where this movie tries to be sincere, and it's like, fuck off. And I, I think of, like. I, I think this movie it didn't it didn't piss me off as much as say like Tag, because Tag's attempt at sincerity was batshit. Um, tag so is a, it goes, Tag is a fascinating movie, and we should right. do a podcast about Tag. But I think there's some there's some movies like with comedies. Yeah, we should probably talk about Tag. Um, yeah. There's some movies that it's like. You have to have it. You have to have it. So I understand with a comedy like this where they're like, well, they have to have some sort of growth. And it's like, yeah, they could have kind of just went on this adventure together. Right. Uh, we didn't need it to be... Uh, the, the movie is about um, Issa and Kumail are a couple that have been dating for several years. and Who they, I think are killing it. I think they're both killing it. I know what you mean with the comedy coming to the halt, screeching halt. Yeah, but I think they're doing a great job. Oh no, they're both they're both great charismatic performers. Um, but uh, they they play a couple that that they they break up on the way to like a friend's party, and then they hit a guy with their car, and the guy runs away, and then fucking scumbag ass Paul Sparks <laughs> carjacks them, and he's like, "I'm a cop. Right. We got to catch this guy." He murders that guy, and then runs what am off. I, uh, knowing like. This is one of the few times where it benefited from knowing the trailer, because when they're like, come on, get him, go get him, and they're like helping him yeah. pursue the guy, it, it was very funny, because I know what it's going to lead to, right? which is just the man's murder. Yeah. Um, and so the rest of the movie is them hiding from the police while trying to solve the murder. Yes. And this is where I give the film the most credit. Um, one of the things is that 
This is what I what I what I've decided to call a Billy Madison plot, which was uh, you have to get these characters in an absolutely impossible situation for yes. the, for it to start. Uh, and so you have to create a situation where the main characters do not go to the police immediately. Yes. Uh, and they did okay at that. But what I appreciated is that the reveal is that, no, they are dummies. Because the cops the whole time were like, of course we didn't. Spoilers. Right, yeah. The cops was... were like, of course we didn't think you, you did I, it. I did There's really, like traffic I, cams. Uh, yeah, I did really like that reveal where the detective was like, no, we have traffic cam footage. Like, we know you guys didn't do it. We've been trying to call you all day because you're witnesses. Yeah, what I, <laughs> what I wanted from it that they didn't do is I wanted them to have this realization of like, oh, are we both idiots? <laughs> like, oh, we, we overreacted. Like, they never re- they do a little of that. I mean, because they are like the way the way it works is that they're both people in very smart jobs who are acting very dumb. Yes. And I like that. I like that idea uh, who have no sensibilities, like no, no street smarts, essentially uh, in this one situation. And I like that idea. But they they sort of like you said, the comedy is kind of all over the place. Right. And we don't um, even we don't even learn what. Issa Rae does until about halfway through the film. Right. She's um, an ad agency. She's an ad agency, Which yeah. I, I, I like that joke. I like the joke with the nerdy yeah. guy when they're getting tortured and he's explaining the ad. Yeah. No, it's the jokes are funny. It's just they have nothing to do with the story. And that's, yeah, my, and that's my problem. That's fair. It's not building consistent characters, I don't think, either. Oh, no. Hell no. Um, like, these characters don't make any sense. Right. They just Which do I, whatever the scene needs them to do. Yeah. I feel like that's a little bit of uh, Showalter in there. Because Showalter is... Uh, I mean, the big sick... Is, I mean, the big sick is... Well, that's a very... He directed di- it, but that's a very different it's a very tone. Diff- yeah, and that was a, a an extremely personal script that Kumail had exactly. written so I with feel his like- wife. So it's like that, that was a very specific thing. I think Showalter specifically when you look at like the state and like what David Wayne has done. Cause he's, he's, I think he's directed more than Showalter has. Right. Both of the things they direct though. It's, it's very clear that they really like non sequiturs. They really like it. Yeah. Their, their brand things are, well, yeah. That, what I was, what I was going to say is their brand of comedy is chaos. <laughs> so. Yes. And I almost wanted more chaos cause it felt like it, they were fighting it. You know what, you know what the, um, I would compare it to as well, actually. Mm-hmm. And they do it better but it still always bugged me is whenever broken lizard has a romantic subplot i'd be like yeah. nah i don't need this guys yeah i don't need this yeah like we don't we i know that this is what movies have but you're clearly doing something different um and i almost wanted this to go more in the direction of chaos where yeah, if this had been completely chaotic and it is to an extent it's not though like it 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 reminds us every single scene that it wants us to believe that these these are real people uh, in a real relationship. Oh yeah, I mean, in the situation is chaotic, and the thing they get thrown into uh, mm-hmm. keeps unfolding more and more into something weirder. Right. I think this movie would have benefited from just jettisoning that, jettisoning that, and just being like, "Hey, let's let's just let's just have the yeah yeah these two people are sure they're a couple they're in a relationship fine but they're not going to behave like real people nobody in this movie is going to behave like real people 
Right. Well, again, it's a, it's the hard line. It's the it's the are you making book smart or are you making like a, a game night? Are you making a movie where everybody's absurd or are you making a movie where it's a grounded comedy? And it's a very hard line. Uh, and I think this is trying to walk it a little too much. Yeah, I think I think game night is a, it, it was more successful as a comedy, um, at least for me. Yeah, I didn't care for that movie, and maybe I watched it in a bad mood or something, because I know a lot of people like it. Um, well, I think, the apart from... I also find comedies tough. I don't, I don't seek out comedies. Yeah, I, I generally don't. Um, I think... I'm trying to articulate what's the main difference between Game Night and this movie, because they're extremely similar. It's, a, it's about... They're both about couples that find themselves... In on a, a crazy adventure in a real life uh murder mystery it's um, a whole genre like va- the vacation remake which of course is a remake or reboot of the original version of this which is a couple going on a crazy adventure it's it's the people who it's it's kind of the it's the it's the dan Harmon story circle i it's think the, i think it's the, the like in vacation and in uh game night i think one of the X factors is that the the primary couple has to be unified. What? Well, they get tested throughout. In vacation, their their yeah. relationship is tested. Uh, but yeah, I know what you mean. I don't mind the idea of this starts as two people who've just broken up, but it does create. But it, a problem. Yeah, but it winds up not mattering. Well, yeah, and it also creates that problem where it's like, no, don't get back together. You yeah. guys clearly weren't working out. Right. Uh, yeah, right. Like it's not like this didn't strengthen your relationship. <laughs> well, like, okay, I will give them I will give them props for something is that the things they are fighting about at the beginning are very superficial. It's not a big it's they did a good I thought they did a good job with the relationship where it's like they're they're extremely annoying and they're just fighting for the first like 10 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. but the stuff they're fighting about isn't like it's it not, doesn't matter yeah <laughs> it, exactly <laughs> it's petty bullshit they're fighting about and and i liked that because it it does mean that like to me like oh they are fixable uh well they do uh, like each other like I, they're kind uh, of getting along while arguing they're playing off each other comedically Yes, uh, and I'm not sure I, how much of that was uh, for the movie and how much of that was just the two of them performing. Right, um, but it worked for me because it was like, oh, it, it's that's one of those comedy things where it's like, oh, who would have thought every character is extremely funny and charismatic? Uh, but that's like the Ghostbusters. That's every right. comedy. Well, you see, that didn't work for me because oh, okay. as a person, like, I mean, I've been married for a long time and, and Maureen and I dated for a long time before that. Um, like they're, I just was like perceiving, okay, they're just arguing about some stupid bullshit. And then they break up at the end of it. It felt very like they, they very suddenly steered into some deep personal shit. Right. Well, and that, it, that, that felt yeah. extremely artificial to me. It was cause I did not get the sense that they were going to break up until they suddenly break up. Right. Cause they're just arguing about restaurants and like who her friends are. Like this is like, yeah, okay. This is just like normal shit. Like, right, but it does start escalating into something deeper. I thought. It, I, thought I don't, the idea I don't think it escalated. It I think starts, it, I think it jumped to the. Oh, it, it jumped to. I thought the uh, idea Kumail was that, saying I don't want to be with somebody who's so superficial, and then her saying I don't want to be with somebody who's a failure. Right. I thought. I thought the idea because they start arguing about the Amazing Race, and like I like the pre- the concept of that as they start arguing about the Amazing Race, and by the time they're in the car, 
they're breaking up over something a lot bigger than what they started the argument about. But it's not related to it. Yeah. Well, I think the I, I think the idea is that she's it is related because she wants to do the amazing race. He thinks they'll fail. He or he disguises it under like that's dumb, and he thinks she's being superficial to want to be on a reality TV show. So, yeah, like it's like maybe there's stuff cut out. Maybe I'm doing too much work for them. But I I I I understood the connection of like a, a fight that starts very small and then just keeps escalating into the larger problem that they have with each other. I will say that they kept. It felt like they kept creating new issues or um i don't know again my overall note is take out the sincerity yeah uh, you know like it didn't seem like it was needed uh like it's one of those things where it's like there's enough drama going on yeah but i didn't mind that argument because i did i, I did find camille very very irritating in that argument though yeah the yeah it's <laughs> It's that was the other thing about that argument is that it, it's it, the whole th- like I said it seemed artificial the whole thing seemed artificial like right. Kumail's being loud and shouty about things that nobody is loud and shouty about right and it's like it's okay I can tell this is performative like this see they should have just done an argument about the amazing race and then they break up sure like, they should have gone it they should have done it more absurd or something uh but they needed to bring it back to something i don't know more human yeah that argument i don't know it's dumb (laughs) yeah well this is the thing it's a comedy it's it's again jump scare version of comedy which is that we just have to get them there doesn't matter if it makes sense or not if the character goes into the graveyard for the third time uh like it, it doesn't matter we need to get that jump scare so it's just we have to get them there. We have to get them from each comedy piece to the next. Yes. And so, yeah, I don't know. It, it's uh, I guess I don't mind that as much. But when they, like I again going back to um, the broken lizards guys, they at least seem to be more self aware that it didn't matter. Like in well, beer uh, fest with landfill. Like and, the, and those moments where they just throw away the plot yeah, because they're, they're like whatever. Their movies are more focused too. Yeah, that's like true. like look at uh, uh, the Slam and Salmon. That's an right. extremely focused comedy. <laughs> I love that. I love that fucking movie. It's a great movie. It's a great comedy, and it's a yeah. very it's a very tightly written script. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie feels extremely underwritten. Well, it just okay. this movie feels like an excuse for the two main characters to do bits. Right, and I guess the issue is, like we already said, there's like a million of these. Yes. There's a million of these couple or group of friends go on a crazy adventure that's unlike anything that anybody has ever done. They, 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 yeah. they witness a crime. They, they, they get into this, cr- this weird society. They, they go on a, a wacky adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been very overdone. So it really, for me, it comes down to, do I like the two people in it or the people in it? Uh, And in this case, I did. Yeah. And that helped a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If, if, yeah, I would have turned this movie off if if the two leads were not played by the people who they are played by. (laughs) Right. And I do think it needs to be like, all right, 
Well, uh, we we did a best bad movie on the vacation movie, and I I I did it. That movie is the remake is better than I thought. Uh, I generally like Ed Helms, right? Sure, but he I don't think he's a a stand up comedian. Um, not to my knowledge. He's not a writer, right? I don't. Not to my knowledge. I think he so, might have improv background, but I don't. I don't actually know okay. that much about Ed Helms. Yeah, I hope I'm not wrong here. It. I get the impression. Like, I guess going to tag, like we, all right, Ed Helms is a bad example, actually. I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have used him. Um, uh, uh, Jeremy Renner and tag. Sure. <laughs> like he's not writing his own bits. He's just saying the lines. Uh, and, and I think that hurts comedies a lot with, with, with stuff like these movies where it's just, we're going to keep doing bits mm-hmm. uh, because um, it's not. It's not I, I, tightly I, written. I looked him up real quick. Yeah, he has a name. He he trained in UCB. Okay, because I get the impression a lot of these movies are just like in the script. They're like, and then they'll improv. Yeah, and then they'll like, say some the, funny shit because they're funny. Yeah, and they and it's just like, and it won't have anything to do with the story or what's happening on screen. It'll just be a random aside about a cigarette lighter or about well, a that, song the on the radio. Lighter, the, the cigarette, cigarette lighter was the cigarette actually lighter in the plot. Came back, but. Man, at the time, did that feel like it was just fucking wedged into the movie? Oh, a hundred percent. Um, and there's there's more m- moments that like the cigarette lighter, where it's just the actors step outside of what's happening to just talk about. Oh, the milkshake. They the set milkshake up the cigarette. They, what they're trying to do is they set up the milkshake thing and to set up the cigarette lighter, but it feels very forced. Where he makes the comment of like, why do they bring the extra cup with the milkshake? It's just, him doing, a, was, it's just him doing a bit. Yeah, and it was a fun bit. It's, I really it's, it's, I enjoyed it's, the cr- bit. It's, it's Chris Rock and Lethal Weapon 4, where the movie just stops yes. so he can do his stand-up routine. Or, or Chris Rock in any Chris Rock movie right, where he yeah. stops. And I, I might I remind you, I love Chris Rock movies. So <clears> I, guess, <throat> I guess I'm a sucker for when a character randomly goes into a tight five. Uh, uh, it pisses me off. Yeah. Because it's like, if you're going to make a comedy, write the comedy from within the story that you're making. Don't don't pause the story and just yeah, have your the, characters do a fucking non sequitur that has nothing the, to do with what's going on <laughs> to get you the make jokes the, out. Yeah, you make, you make the conversation funny. Exactly. You don't make them, yeah. In fairness to Chris Rock, uh, they work his shit in more organically than Lethal Weapon 4. I mean, it's never organic, but... uh, They don't, though. It's sort of like a... um, They still just fucking pause the movie. Like, it's not organic at all in this film. Not in this film. I was saying in other Chris Rock films. Another Chris Rock's movie. Okay. Yeah. It it reminds me of... You know what it's like? It's like when you're watching a Jean-Claude Van Damme movie and you're like, well, they're going to need to do a split at some point. We're going to have to figure out a reason for him to do a split. Mm -hmm. And so it's that. It's like, uh, okay, they're going to have to do a bit at some point. But yeah, this uh, it's funny because it's both organic and non-organic because they set up the milkshake. And then when they do the lighter, she's like, oh, not the milkshake stuff again. And you're like, I I was thinking like, what what is going on here? (laughs) And then when they bring back the lighter, it was like. What a, they didn't need the bits to establish that cars have lighters in them. No, and also I don't think that would work. Like the lighter to burn I, the... I don't think you could use a lighter to melt a zip tie without severely injuring yourself. Yeah. I don't know. I've never tried. I've never had to. That's true. Um, it's as good as any other movie logic, though. 
like I'm not I'm not gonna mind that because this is a it's an adventure comedy. Sure, it's like fucking whatever. Um, I don't know what that bad guy was doing. Yeah, he didn't. Like, make I don't it. He know. Didn't his, make, he didn't make much no. sense. <laughs> but again, that's most. That's most of these. Again, it's 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 it's. <sighs> The problem with this type of comedy is that they don't really put much thought into the plot. No. They just trying to get them from one thing to the next. Right. And, and so, then they sort of they abandon that's my that's my problem with it. If you're that's my main problem with this movie. Is if you're gonna have such an extreme plot like this, like this couple witnesses a murder and gets entangled in like an Illuminati conspiracy, fucking draw the jokes from that. And they absolutely don't. I like them witnessing the orgy. Witnessing the orgy is like one of the only examples of it. That was that was fantastic. Yeah. I thought. I like the bit where they where they're walking down, like all that stuff of them in this environment that they don't. Uh, I don't know. There's. I think when they're getting tortured, when they're interrogating the guy, these are all parts. That, I don't think there's that. I mean, there certainly is a good amount, but I don't think... I think there are a lot of scenes where the comedy is coming from the situation that they're in and them trying to get something. Interrogating... Like, I love the fucking third-eye blind, uh, the the weird bros, uh, and them fighting them mm-hmm. and, trying to, and trying to interrogate and not really knowing how to do it and, like, kicking the heel thing with the Mythbusters. Like, that there's a like those are all bits that come from the scenes and what they're trying to do yeah that's true yeah i i think there's i think there's definitely a few times where they stop and they do these non sequiturs but i don't think it's as much mm-hmm. uh as other uh, other comedies yeah i think that they got the general idea right is that it's a couple who just broke up who are forced to have to work together to accomplish stuff unlike the bit with the grease versus the horse like it's an absurd situation and they're and they're trying to navigate through it but they're not they're not like randomly coming out with things every now and then there'll be little comments like the fuck boy thing where he's like am i using fuck boy right but that's in context of the uh right yeah of the scene so i didn't think they did i i do think it was kind of tightly written in some scenes oh no absolutely you don't think so absolutely not can you explain to me what the overall conspiracy was? I said in some scenes. Yeah, maybe like the, in, the, maybe in like some there's sequences that are more I won't, tightly. Written. I won't. I won't say that it was tightly written. I say it was more focused in some scenes. But this sure. screen, this screenplay is a fucking mess. Well, yeah, they never get into the conspiracy. They never get into. It's again. It's the problem with these comedies, is that the right, big broad like, adventure they, like, it doesn't uh, it doesn't amount to anything a, mo- uh, a which movie is, like a movie like game night still pulls it off i guess they, well the fucking reveal of game night isn't it J- jesse plemons felt left out no it's a it's a it's a double reveal yeah part of it that, part of it is him and then the actual bad guy who is fucking dexter shows up michael Jesus. c hall <laughs> yep i mean that's a ridiculous premise but i will say this movie is like that even worse where it's like yeah i didn't feel like i met the the bad guy yeah <laughs> like i there's the cop there's the cop obviously but like what the conspiracy was the weird illuminati the the eyes wide shut party like i got the gist of it but it did feel like i i needed more answers by the end yeah it's very breezy about its murder plot which is a it's which is absurd if this is the thing that you're going to 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 focus on 
for your comedy well, is, is the fact that it's a regular couple in this extreme situation. The fact that you don't really think about the extreme situation is a huge flaw to me. Yeah, I think I think the joke was it's the part where the cop at the end is like, no, we knew about them. Everything's fine. Where the idea is that I, I and it it does make the movie meaningless. But that's what I liked is that everything they did didn't matter. Yeah, they were not helping at all. Nope. They were in fact just confusing the authorities. Yes, and I like that reveal. I like that joke of them just like. Like realizing that, and I the feel, cops being I, I like, I feel like they could have dwelled on it more. Yeah, because the, the, I think re, that, the reveal, I think the reveal been... was more like, oh, we never thought you were guilty. It should have dwelled on more that everything you've done has not only been useless but actually detrimental to the investigation. Right. <laughs> right. I think that would have been a funnier thing to almost end on. Like, I don't know if I would have. I don't know if I needed the third act. The the cop. Like I like the idea of them just like like uh like um fucking um burn after reading style where it's just like what the fuck are you guys doing? Like if they just got like like chewed out by like a cop being like you guys have made this so much harder and you've caused so much problems for us. Mm-hmm. Um I think that would have been funnier. If the realization is like oh we're the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a little bit, but not not that much. Again, it felt it's it's. I think comedies like this. I don't know if it's producers getting involved, but that's what tag felt like to me as well. Is that someone was like, "Eh, we need to give it more. We need something. We need like it needs an something. emotional arc." Yeah, exactly. And it's that where they're like, "Ah, we still we need them to like save the day." And it's like, "No, we don't. We don't need them to save the day." But like, clearly, someone thought they did. So they had to add in all that. Like it's 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 again. It's like if you're gonna make an absurd comedy, then just make it absurd. Just yeah, just make it absurd. They should have gone full absurdist in this movie. Yeah. They should have. Yeah, I think that would have been better. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's 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 this. It's it's the P it's the PG thirteen thing. It's like watching when we watched Dracula Untold, mm-hmm. and it was like it's got to be gritty and dark, but not eh, not too bloody. Not and it's too like, bloody. Well, well then, then what's it's the gonna point? be yeah. Then it's gonna be for nobody. <laughs> then it's what like, are we doing? It, yeah, and like it's like either make it ridiculously absurd or make it a more grounded comedy. Make the big sick, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but in between, it always uh, like. Uh, like whenever uh whenever i see uh for the most part not all the time but whenever i see like jason bateman in a comedy i usually know oh no that's not for me because it's usually that middle of the road or um although i did like horrible bosses <laughs> horrible specifically bo- specifically colin farrell yeah horrible i was about to say bosses. colin farrell <laughs> but you know i mean ed helms has that problem with me too um it's that it's that middle of the road. It's that middle of the road comedy, and I don't mean in terms of what the comedy is or the uh, the rating if it's rated R or something. It's the level of absurdity. Mm-hmm. It's the we're gonna have someone get kicked by a horse and not have to immediately go to a hospital or be dead or be dead. Yeah, that's he, a that's a problem. I've known someone be, get kicked by a horse. That's a big problem because he would be dead. Yeah, if he got kicked no. full on in the chest by two horse I, feet. I mean. I know someone who got kicked in the head, and uh, Oof. they survived. They're fine. Uh, they, it, it was a problem at the time. It was a 
you know, a hospital, one of them hospital problems. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's what I mean. It's like, that's absurd. But then they're trying to have a grounded relationship and it's like, eh, pick, pick a lane, pick a lane. Um, yeah, I get it. Also, I like that this movie felt like to me, uh, like, I feel like they had an entire department devoted to hiding the fact that Camille was ripped, like that he's totally jacked. Did they film this while he was jacked, right? Um, I think they filmed this while he started to get jacked. While he was getting jacked. Yes. Like when they take off his shirt, like it felt like they, they were avoiding yeah, they it. Yeah, they don't show it. They just show him from yeah. the neck up. Yeah, I feel like it's like a comedy thing where they're like, well, we can't have him jacked. Well, and, and then, you, and he, then you see him in his tur- in like his uh, long sleeve t-shirt. Um, he clearly has pecs. <laughs> so. Right. But then, like, half of these jokes where he can't fight, it's like, I kept thinking that. I was like, come on, Camille, just beat him up. Oh, right, yeah, like in that scene, yeah, when they're interrogating <laughs> the guy, like, yes, my in, my immediate response is like, yeah, Camille, fuck him up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck him up, Camille. I know you can. I know you're ripped now. <laughs> yeah. So, fuck that little twerp up. <laughs> yeah, just pick him up and break him over your knee. And so that guy was beating him, and I was like, nope, nope, I don't accept this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think they knew. Yeah. I think there's that's a lot. Of, I think that's a lot of comedic, like Jonah Hill losing all that weight. I feel like Hollywood was like, "Hey, man, I don't know about this." Well, it's you can t- they they always have them. They have them in long sleeve shirts. They have them in jackets. They did the same thing to Topher Grace through most of Spider Man Three. Is he jacked? He is. He got he got jacked for Spider Man Three, and they hide it for most of the movie. <laughs> Oh, because he has to become Jack. Correct, yes. Oh, that's funny. So that's why he's always wearing like big shirts and baggy sweatshirts and shit. Right. <laughs> so they do the same thing to Kamel in this movie. Yeah. Only the, at no point is he supposed to become no. Jack. So just like, <laughs> oh, man. That's silly. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. silly. They couldn't, they couldn't, we didn't have, for Topher, we didn't have the, the Captain America technology yet. We yeah, didn't make him scrawny. Yeah, that's true. We didn't have that yeah. yet. Um. Yeah. No, I get. I get your issues. It's funny because I'm like the first person to go after comedies for what you're talking about, and so I think it's just that I sincerely liked these two. Um, I liked. I liked, I liked their chemistry. Two. Yeah, I liked these two actors. I don't know that they necessarily had chemistry. I think they had comedic chemistry. Like they were. I don't know if they had that either. Uh, to be, really? per- to I didn't be, get. To be perfectly honest, it felt no. like, I mean, it felt like they could be fine on stage together, but it didn't really feel like they were playing off of each other. It felt like they each had their own comedic agenda that they were just performing, and the other person, they had enough chemistry with each other for the other person to like accept it in a in a in a way that didn't uh undercut or undermine it but i didn't feel like they were really playing off of each other i didn't feel like they were trying to one up or anything it didn't feel like a abitaf situation where everybody's just going around the table saying jokes yeah no it didn't um, feel like that it just felt like they did it felt to me like that they were each just a really good audience for the other person right they didn't really play off of each other or like contribute to each other they just sort of were good enough to be like i'm gonna they accept kinda, the joke and and not I'm, I'm gonna let the joke like i have enough sense to let this joke play they wouldn't play off each other so much as they would like parrot each other like one like 
you know when he's she's talking about the the nerdy guy mm-hmm. who she fucked yeah camille just keeps repeating what she's saying which i did think was the appropriate thing for that scene because they're panicked mm-hmm. but i know what you mean where it, it it wasn't as like there wasn't that much back and forth i thought the i i thought the romantic chemistry was a little off yeah I, like i said i don't think they had much chemistry <laughs> right yeah that's interesting because they are i mean yeah again it's hard to tell because it felt the the romantic stuff felt so forced yes i would have liked to know what the original version of this was and if it was better or worse i don't know that's a good question because i i get the idea this happens all the time you know like you get um you get like uh 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 will smith on a project and they're going to change everything mm-hmm. because yeah, they have to film. make it so a like, will smith thing Right, you get a comedian, you get a specific comedian on, it's like, well, you gotta, you gotta make it theirs, right? I'm looking up the writer, and the, this one did, Jesus, I think these were dramas that this one did. I wonder if this was like, I wanna, I wanna, I, I like to think this was like a drama first. One of them wrote for, C, for Hannibal, that's fucked up. The TV show? Yeah, the TV show. All right. Oh no, they had a couple of comedies in here. It's not it's 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 weird. I mean, whatever, writers. The the story there's like two people for story by Oh, they're the same people. Oh, I see. Okay. This is fucking weird. There's it's actually just three people. They just credit them more than once. And they all have worked on like kind of the same stuff. One of them worked on Stargate Atlantis. I don't know these people's lives. I guess uh, who 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 knows. They worked on something called Blind Spot. Never oh yeah, that, that yeah, that's the movie with that's basically a memento of the show. Oh, why would you do that? I don't know. Okay, I don't know why I needed an answer from you on that. I don't, but you demanded one. Yeah, well, I demanded it from the world. You just you just happen to be here. That's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I guess you also <laughs> found it funny. So like I did, I thought it's not it was a matter of funny. taste. Like it was see, like when we we did best bad movie for your highness, my fundamental issue was I just didn't find it very funny, and it's that thing where it's like either you find it funny or you don't. What are you gonna do? But yeah, I, I think your criticism is very valid, which is that it's it's symptomatic of you know what has happened to comedies. Yeah, it's a bad movie, um, but there's some good jokes in it. Yeah, I really liked. Um, oh, what does he say? About getting mouthfucked by the <laughs> mouthfucked by the Dead Sea, yep. by the Dead Sea, yeah, That's and that was a line. thing that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah, they were just talking about too salty of a restaurant, yeah, a, or something a too, like that. Uh, a too salty tapas place. It just and it see, was that... a thing that had nothing to do with anything. This is okay. I see. I don't mind the beginning argument because the idea is that we're right. We're learning we're about the relationship. A, yeah. Yes, and if they kept doing that more if they kept breaking into arguments that were like we didn't work privy to but it's funny because they're so weird or they're so specific clearly have a yeah they're so oddly specific yeah they should have done that more yeah they do the thing where they use their power of argument to beat the bad guy they have the one two three bit i feel like was there something else where two people start arguing and it's like it's like a that's that's like an action trope yeah you're right I think that's in a lot of movies. It's in a lot of movies, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just needed this movie. <laughs> that's fair. 
I that can't defend fair. it because everything you're saying is correct. I was delighted. I mean, the entire it's, time. It's fu- it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. It's very light. It's le- it's under ninety minutes. It's only eighty seven minutes long. Yeah, that helped. I think um, everybody needs a dumb comedy every now and then. Sure. Yeah. Um, it's just that, you know, if you don't like the people in it or something like that. Although you uh, you you enjoy these two. It's I just, do. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I I was just ready for it. I just needed it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I, I have uh, like I, I've been like, watching a bunch of like serious spy dramas and shit. Oh, I, just I know. Yeah, something. I think that's why we decided not to do the Simon Pegg basement movie. At least for me, like I was like, ah, I need something that's not so grim. <laughs> yeah. Week. Well, I don't know. There's something delightful about keeping Simon Pegg in your basement. That's true. It's like uh, more it's of like us having- should keep Simon Peggs in our basements. Right, it's like having your having your own delightful delightful party clown in your basement. Everybody, get a clown in your basement. Only if Do it's it. only if it's Simon Pegg. Only if it's Simon Pegg. Well, I mean, he kept he kept his friend in a shed, so it it serves him right. That is true. I think he did do that. Know. Yeah, I don't know. I'm probably gonna watch that right now. I'm gonna watch that. I'm gonna watch The Invisible Man again. I got a whole day of watching junk. Oh yeah. It's going to be great. I also... Never mind. <laughs> I was going to talk about how my neck hurts, and I put Icy Hot on it. And now it doesn't hurt anymore, Tom? Good. I'm glad. Have I'm you, glad have it doesn't you heard, hurt. Have I'm, you, I'm glad it doesn't hurt you. Have you heard about the Icy Hot? It's, uh, it's the it, uh, Icy dulls the pain, and the hot relaxes it away. That's great. That's great. I'm glad we put a plug in for Icy Hot at the end of this. Folks, I want to tell you about our Patreon. <laughs> do you have any well, do you have any other comments? No. I have nothing else. I'm surprised we talked this long because I watched this movie and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to say about this movie. It's good. I enjoyed it and it's and it's not hurting anybody and I'm glad you didn't like it, frankly, because if we were both like, it's good, then this podcast would have been 15 minutes long. So, cool. Good job, Tom. Good job us. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, l- all right. Let me tell you folks about our Patreon. It's uh, it's at patreon.com slash gamefully unemployed. We have exclusive podcasts there like Tom and Jeff watch Batman and Fox Mulder is a maniac. Um, two, two very good shows that you should listen to. Indeed. Yeah. I th- that's just my opinion. very fine. That's um, just my opinion. Right? <laughs> I believe they are quality programs you should be listening to. Uh, we mm-hmm. also have a store at tpublic.com slash store slash Gamefully Unemployed. We can get t-shirts, stickers, mugs, masks. You can get yeah. masks. Um, you get masks. Yeah, just uh, check it out if you want to. Um, the, ma- the mask could be used as like underwear, too, if you want to be sexy. That's true. If you want to stra- really be uh, hardcore sexy. Yeah, yeah for the sure. Ear holes, the ear holes go like around each leg. You stretch them out around each leg. And then it's like a diaper. Like a, like a, th- a thong diaper. Mm-hmm. Yep. A thong for your grundle. Yeah, grundle thong. Grundle thong. I guess it's all <laughs> thongs, right? Yeah, that's true. I don't know. That's I don't know. I think Did we, we invent de- something? Are we are we geniuses or are, is this terrible? No, I think we're just assholes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's think, fair. I think we're done. I think we're done. <laughs>